the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Good evening. All right. We're going to hurry up and get into this word tonight. We're going to get into this word that God has gave me uh, this morning. Actually, he was talking to me this morning. I was in the word uh, studying on Abraham. Uh, Phenomenal passage through Abraham. Phenomenal passage through Abraham. I want to share something with you guys, and I want to title this message tonight. Want what Abraham's got? That's all I'm going to title it. You want what Abraham had? You got to do what Abraham did. What did he do? You say, Jason, he was the father of faith. He was the father of faith. Nobody can be like Abraham. Oh, yes, you can. Matter of fact, God's covenant was you is with you if you take up the mantle of Abraham. What was the mantle of Abraham? God's the mantle of Abraham was believing in God number 1, number 2, loving God with everything you got. Loving God with everything you have. You you can't miss this message. Guys, would you do me a favor? Would you help me share this broadcast tonight? Listen, would you push the share button and and just share it with somebody tonight? Share it with your friends on Facebook. All you got to do is go to the top of this, and it's got a little share button up there, and share it with somebody. It's not just for you tonight. Listen, I know they're going to ignore you, and they're so busy at doing stuff. I know. I share it all the time. People just seem like they just going here and doing this and doing that, and nothing's important more than important than learning about God or getting close to God. And I'm going to share with you tonight, if we want what Abraham had, we got to do what Abraham did. If we want what Abraham had, we must do what Abraham did. What did he do? First of all, he loved God more than his family, number one. Mm, That's going to hurt a lot of you because God is telling you to do stuff and your family keeps coming against you. You you can't love family more than God. You can't love your children more than God. Abraham was tested. He told him to take his son, his only begotten son, up on the mountain to sacrifice Isaac, and guess what? He did. Did he kill Isaac? No. He was fishing to to the angel stopped him. It was only a test. Why was God testing him to see if he loved his children more than him? Because in this hour, in this hour, in this century, you've got to love God with everything in you. You got to love God more than your spouse. You got to love God more than your children. You got to love God more than any thing 
your job, your boss. It don't matter what you put before him. P- things, um, um, cars, houses, uh, items, possessions. You cannot love nothing more than you do God. You say, Jason, I know you're preaching that, but you don't understand. I love God. Show me. Show me. Quit telling people you love God when you can't even show it. Show me. Show me how much you love God. What do you do for him? How much do you do for him? Do you use your talents? Do you use your gift? Do you use... 10% 10% of your income, come on, I'm going to show you where your heart is with God because you're deceiving yourself. What do you do for God? Do you use your talent? Anybody got a talent in here? I know you got a talent. Do you use your talents for God? How much do you use your talents for God? When you want to, when it's convenient for you? I'm trying to reveal your heart to you because your heart is not where you think it is. See, some people lie to their self. Oh, I love God, Jason. You don't understand. And I never see you talk about God neither. My God. Let me tell y'all something. When I first met my wife, I told everybody in the sun, I met this lady, blah, 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 blah. I couldn't shut up about it. It showed my love for her. I was crazy about it. I can show your love for God. You ain't got none. You barely talk. It's convenient to you. You get around certain people. You talk about God. You get around other certain people. You don't talk about God. It shows where your heart is. And you're not on fire for God either. Come on. Either you're either lukewarm, you're either cold or hot. And what did he say in Revelation? You're either cold or hot. Guys, we don't think we love God as much as we claim we love God. See, a lot of people's got a lot of talk, but they ain't got no walk. A lot of people's got a big mouth, but they they can't show anything. They can't. I love God. I love God. Let me tell you something. You only love God when it's convenient for you. You put God on a spare tire. I can go on and on and on. I can really put you in the corner. You only talk to God when it's convenient for you. You only go to church when he blesses you. If he ain't blessing you, you don't go to church. My God, my God. Let me tell y'all something. I remember back in the day I started giving tithes whether he blessed me or whether he didn't. I still talk to him whether he, he, he didn't bless me or whether he didn't. See, you can't love God conditional. See, you love God with conditions. You can't love God like that. You got to love him. You got to be like Job. Lord, though you slay me, I'll still praise you. Why? Because this thing is not my God. Job figured it out. Job said, listen, the woman you gave me, she's not my God. It's not a proper message. People leave real quick because they're guilty. They're guilty. Guys, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to connect you to a God that loves you. But you've got to love God too. And I'm tired of these people 
you share this thing on Facebook and people say, God bless you. They're scared of the truth. They're scared of the truth. They're scared to come in here because they might get convicted. Where is the conviction gone in the church? Where is the conviction gone in these ministries? Nobody's getting convicted about anything anymore. Everything's just hunky-dory. Honey, I remember the day when I went to church, you walked in that church, you walked out of the church, you felt so bad about your life, you, you buried down in ashes just crying, God, I failed you again. Because you felt bad of what you was doing. You want to see revival? You want to see revival? You want to see a great move of God? Get down at the altar and cry out to him. Cry out to him like you never have before. Repent in ashes and sackcloth. We don't want revival. That's the farthest thing from our mind. You know why we don't want revival? Because we got it all together. We got the blessings. We got all this. We got all that. We got all this. We don't have no problems. Bills are getting paid. I don't have no help problems. Everything's going smooth and dandy. I don't need revival. I don't need revival. I got everything going for me, Jason. Let me tell you something. You need the grips on the inside of your soul, a hunger that's un, unquenchable. You need to grip on the inside of your soul and run after him like a deer panteth after the water. Listen, you need to run after him with all your soul. Let me tell you something. People don't love God like they say they do. They're liars. Let every man be a liar and God be the truth. We're nothing but liars. We need him. We need to chase after him like no other. We need to chase him like no other. People don't want to hear this kind of preaching and teaching because they feel convicted. They want that easy stuff that don't make them feel uncomfortable. You do not love God. You done told yourself, you done talked to yourself, well, I love God, I love God in my own way, Jason. Don't tell me I don't love God. Listen, you might love God in your own way, but it's not the way that Abraham loved God. You want what Abraham's got? You got to do what Abraham did. Oh, we want the blessings. I can say all night, do you want blessings? From? Oh, yeah, I want all the blessings God can give me. Hey, I ain't in no shame in my game. I want the big house and the picket fence. I want all the blessings. But you don't want him. Is that right? See, let me tell you something. My kids are the same way. My kids are the same way. If my kids would come spend time with me and sit down in the living room and say, look, I just come by to spend time with you. Can I sit in your lap, Dad? 
I just want to, I just want to hold you for a minute because I love you, Daddy. And you know what? I, I just, I, I just feel good in your presence. I'm gonna tell you something. If my kids ever did that, I'd fall out on the floor, and they would probably get everything I got. Everything, because I know they're not after my goods; they're after me. Come on. See, as a parent feels the same thing about their children, they just want their children to want them. God feels the same way. God wants you to want him, not what he can give you, and not have an agenda behind your back. Well, God, I'll, I'll give tithes if you bless me. or I See, God ain't into no agendas. God's not into agendas. He's not into popularity. He's not into you growing in this huge ministry and forgetting him. I love my ministry the where it's at. It's in a little room in Blue Ridge, Georgia, in a studio, and I love where it's at. Why? Because he's here. And I would rather have him here than a crowd. I would rather be chasing a cloud instead of the crowd. There. I'm happy. I'm content. I'm exactly where God wants me to be. You know, my wife, she's probably the only cheerleader I have as far as down here, as far as God and the angels and all that stuff. You know why? Because people don't want to hear this truth. They don't. You get on Facebook and you you share it. You talk to people. They tell, oh, you're a mighty man. You know what? You're full of it. You are full of it. You got so many demonic powers in you. You got so many demonic powers in you. You're afraid that those demons are going to leave when they come in my services. Come on. It's the truth. Why? Because I got God Jehovah here. I got Jehovah here. Listen, he, listen, Satan is scared of Jehovah. He's scared of God the Father. He's scared of him. That's why they don't come, because they're full of demons. And they're afraid their demons might leave them, and they're comfortable where they're at. They love their demons. And let me tell you something. I don't really give a rip. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to preach what thus saith the Lord. I'm going to preach and teach what, Thus saith the Lord, I'm not here being a man pleaser. Now listen to this. In Leviticus 19.34 says, But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you, one born among you, and thou shalt love him as thyself. In the strangers of the land of Egypt, I am the Lord your God. Listen to what he says in Deuteronomy 6, 5, guys. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God that keepeth the covenant and mercy with them that love him. Now watch this. Deuteronomy 7, 9. I'm going to read that real slow to you guys. I'm, I'm giving you evidence here. The word of God is evidence of what I'm saying. 
I always have evidence of what I'm saying. I'm going to sing that song right quick. Just a closer walk with thee. Oh, dear Lord, hear my plea. You remember that song? We need a closer walk with him. We need a closer walk. Know therefore, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 7, 9, know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God which keepeth covenant. Listen to this, guys. You've got to catch this. And if you got your Bibles, turn to Deuteronomy 7, 9. I'm giving you evidence. This is the evidence. The word of God is the evidence of what I'm saying. I always ask for evidence. Why do I do that? Not that I don't believe what God's telling me, that you don't believe what I'm saying. That's why I ask God for the evidence because I believe what he's telling me. But obviously people don't believe. I saw God's eyes in the sky. People don't believe that. I show them in the word the evidence that it is possible that you can see God's eyes in the sky in the 21st century, and they look at me like I'm crazy. Hey, Robbie Mack. Okay, watch this. Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy Notice he said, keep covenant. Remember what Abraham had? He said, I'll make a covenant with you, Abraham. He said, I'll bless you, but I'll bless your descendants, and your, your seed shall be the seed of the sand. Come on. We're living in the blessings of Abraham if we love God with all our heart. Glory to God. Listen, if you love him, you'll obey him. If you love him, you'll do what he tells you to do. If you love him, I'm telling you guys, proof is in the pudding. Don't tell me you love God. Show me. I get tired of this talk. Little less talk and a lot more action. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, and the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to thousands what did he say? To keep his commandments, and his commandments is to do whatever he tells you to do. To keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So he promises you that you will have the covenant of Abraham. You will have the mercy Abraham had. You know, you know Abraham had mercy. And I'm going to show you the evidence. i got to show you the evidence because you're not going to believe me when I just tell you that. The evidence is like this. When, when, when Abraham went to Moab, which was the king, and his wife, he lied on his wife because he thought they was going to kill him for his wife, but so he lied and said it was his sister. And God come to King Moab and said, listen, you touch that woman, I'll kill you. And Moab went back to Abraham and said, why did you tell me this was your sister? Take your stuff and get out of here. 
God had mercy on Abraham right there. You know that, right? He had grace and he had mercy. Well, Jason, why would God take up for a liar? Because of mercy and covenant. When you have a covenant with God and you do what he tells you to do, it don't matter if you make mistakes or not. You're still under that mercy and you're still under that covenant. God can't break mercy and he can't break covenant either. Just because you break it don't mean he can. He can't. You can, but he can't. Why? Because God is not a man that he lies. God is a man of his word. He cannot go back on his word. Once he promises something, he cannot go back on it because it makes him a liar. And God's not a liar. He said, let every man be a liar and God be the truth. So when God makes a covenant, he made a covenant with the rainbow, with Noah. He said, listen, I'm going to send this rainbow, and it's a covenant between man and me that I will not destroy this world by water never again. And then he made a covenant. God only made a covenant with certain people in the Bible, just to let you know. He made a covenant with Abraham, and he told Abraham, he said, if you can number the sea, the, the sand and the grains of the sea, that's your descendants are going to be. Listen, he told him he wasn't just going to bless him, but descendants are after him if they do what he done. You got to love God, my friend. You got to obey God. You got to love God. You want what Abraham had? Do what Abraham did. What did Abraham do? He loved God more than his family. He loved God more than his wife. Oh, yes, he did. He loved God more than ministry. Come on, I'm going to get into it now. He didn't worship his ministry. He worshiped the God that was over his ministry. Listen, he didn't spend more time in ministry than he did with God. He loved God, period. He loved God more than his kids, too. Mm. Oh, let me reveal some hearts. Oh, well, God, I can't go do this right now because I got the grandbabies over. You understand, right, Lord? No, God don't understand. <laughs> I've seen so many people put so many things before God, it makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me sick to my stomach. And to think, one day you're going to die and stand before this God, you keep ignoring. You keep ignoring. You keep using excuses. Well, Lord, I can't sing because you understand, right? But, Lord, you know I love you, right? And God's saying, no, not really. Oh, but yeah, we want all God. Uh, God loves us. You know, God loves us. He gave his only begotten son. You know, God loves us. He, he gave us this whole world. You know, God loves us. The Bible said we was in his mind before the foundation of the world. Let me tell you how much God loves you, my friend. God loved you before he even created his son. God loved you before he even spoke it, uh, this world into existence. God loved you before the foundations of the world. You know, God had you in his mind before then. He created these trees for you. He created all these animals, and he put mankind in it. He said, you will have dominion over the all the fowls of the air and all the seas. You will have dominion even over the trees. If he didn't love you, then why did he give you dominion? All we can do is say, God, show me love. What do you mean, show you love? He's already showed you enough love. 
If he had never blessed you with a dime again, he showed you a love when he sent his son. He showed you love when he gave you life through your mother. He showed you enough love that you will never be able to pay him back. I know I can't. I try to pay him back, but I, I can't. I can't love like him. He outdoes me all the time. Whew. You know, it's pretty sad. You got two people on here, two. That just shows you how hungry people are for the truth. I'm not calling my ministry some spectacular ministry. I'm not saying that. But out of all the people I invited that carry on about my ministry, oh, apostle, oh, prophet, oh, king, oh, God save my ministry, you're just wonderful, Jason. I don't care what they think about me. But they don't want to come hear a word like this. This stuff is rich. This stuff will cause you to grow. This stuff will cause you to get in a deep relationship with God. But they don't want that. What they want is the bless me, Lord, message. They want the tickling ear message. They want the message where, oh, when is God going to bless me, Jason? Will you pray for my daddy? Will you pray for this? Will you do this? It's all what they do. They want God to do this and they give him a list like a Santa Claus well let me tell you my friend God is not a Santa Claus and he definitely ain't coming down your chimney and don't you dare cook my God no no cookies either because he's not your fantasy of a Santa Claus I get so sick of people making God as a Santa Claus with your Christmas list why don't you get up in the morning and tell God God what can I do for you today? Lord, how can I bless you today? You have sent your son. You gave me health. You gave me a job. You gave me blessings. You gave me everything in the book. But Lord, how can I bless you today? God, how can I find you today? God, I want you to, re I want you, God, to reveal yourself to me today because God, I got to have a word from you today. Not a prophet Bobo, not a prophet Nisi, not a prophet Jason. I got to have a word from you, God, because my soul thirsts after you, God. My soul, and, and it thirsts First after you, God, I was created to worship you, God. I was created for you, God. I was created to preach to you, God. If I do anything, it'll be for the glory of God. See, they don't want this kind of preaching. They don't want this kind of teaching because it, it causes you to grow. It causes you to grow. It causes you to get out of your comfort zones. It causes you to say, wow, I need to search myself, Lord. Lord, put a search on my heart. It causes you to act like David did. God, if there anything be inside of me, clean me up, Lord. Put a new heart inside of me. That's what it causes. And see, they don't like that. You know why they don't like that? Because they're complacent. They don't want it. You'll be surprised how many people love God. And I'm talking to big ministries too. 
They preach every night. They preach on Sunday. But let me tell you something. You can preach that word till you blue in the face, till you fall in love with him and deeply fall in love with him. Your preaching's in vain, sir. Your preaching's in vain. I don't care how big your ministry is. I don't care if you got 10,000 people that comes to your pulpit every Sunday. If you don't fall in love with the person you're reading about, what good is it? Big ministries start out in mangers just to let you know and remind you. <laughs> Do you understand the biggest ministry in the whole world started out in a manger with three wise men? So don't look at my ministry. Well, I ain't, I ain't going to hit ministry. He ain't got a lot of people in there. Where the flip did you come from? Where the flip did you come from? My Bible tells me Jesus wasn't worried about a crowd. He was worried about a cloud. He wasn't worried about number because he left the 99 and went after the one. Come on, get out of number. If I preach to one person, I've preached to a thousand. Well, his ministry's not growing. I'm not I'm not getting with him because he gets on this little podcast and he gets on this little YouTube and he gets on this little Facebook and God's really not moving in his ministry. You'll be surprised. You'll be really surprised if you'll come dip in the water here. You'll be really surprised if you don't wake up and you dip in the water here of the Shalom if God wouldn't heal that cancer right off of you. You would be really surprised. Let me tell you something, my friend. God saves the best to last. You'll be really surprised. So don't judge a book by its volume. Read it first. See, that's what people do. You know what I'm saying? They see a ministry with lots of people, and they think the power of God's moving. Now, let me tell you something. The power of God is not moving in these churches like it should be. You understand, like it should be. We ain't seeing no dead rays. We ain't seeing the dead rays. We ain't seeing the blind see. We ain't seeing people come out of wheelchairs. Listen, let me tell you all something. We ain't seeing this stuff. You know why we ain't seeing this stuff? Because people think ministries are got the favor of God or they got some anointing on them because they got big crowds in their ministries. And I can guarantee the person that's sitting behind the pulpit does not truly love God with all their heart. They just, they preaching out of their flesh and they're preaching because it's just something they do. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Never judge a ministry by, by how many people come. Never. No, 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 never. Well, God hadn't released you because he don't trust. No, I don't have nothing to do with that. It has something to do with people cannot handle what God has given me. See, see, people can handle what God, they want the prophetic, they want the word, they want a word from God through a prophet, they want a word from God, but they don't want to change their lives. They want to hear a word, and they get the word, and it's always, oh, God's going to bless you. No, God don't want to bless you. God wants you to bless him. How about that? 
God wants you to start getting off of your lazy tail and start blessing him. And you quit asking God for everything in the book. Well, Lord, you know Aunt Silly's sick. You ever thought about saying, God, you know what? What do you got to do? We ain't worried about Aunt Lily. We ain't worried about her. We know she's got cancer, but Lord, what do you want done? What do you want, Lord? But all we got to do is make a Christmas list out. That's all we study. Oh, God, Jason, pray. I get prayers all the time. Pray for this. Pray for that. Pray for this. I said, no, let's pray like this. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed thy be thy name. Ain't that what Jesus said? Pray like this. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed thy be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day. Lord, we need your, we need your word today. We need a voice. We need, a, we need you, God. We need you to manifest to us. We need to see you high and lifted up and the train fills the temple. Lord, we need to see you today. We need you to manifest to yourself today because, God, we're hungry for your presence. That's your daily bread, by the way. Jesus said, pray like this. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. You know what God, You know what daily bread means? Daily bread means God manifests and gives you a revelation that illuminates your spirit, that makes your spirit jump out of your body and say, my God, that had been for God. There had to have been a word from God. You need that daily. You don't need it on Wednesday. You don't need it just on Sunday. You need it daily. Well, you think God works at McDonald's or you just eat when you want to eat? Come on, guys. You got, you got to get a hunger in your soul. You got to thirst after him like a, like a deer panteth after the water. Listen, when a deer is thirsty, they run after the water. A lot of you ain't thirsty, though. Maybe, God, maybe God's going to have to put you back in the fiery furnace. Maybe God's going to have to put you back when you start burning. So, so here, But, guys, it don't have to be that way. Because First Chronicles, Second Chronicles says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. How do you humble yourself? Start praying. Start praying. That's how you humble yourself. Pray and say, God, I need you. God, I need you. That's how you humble yourself. And listen to what he says. Pray, humble yourself and pray. Then seek my face. You know what we want to seek? Oh, Lord, I need you to heal my mother. Oh, Lord, I need you to bless my job. Oh, Lord. That's all we ask God for. Things of this world. We seek them things. What did, what did he say? Seek you first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. What is his righteousness? With his righteousness, we got to learn more about him. That's why Jesus said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. We're not supposed to be seeking houses and cars. Even though God wants to give the desires of our heart, you got desires, he's got desires. 
But my friend, you take care of God's business, I'm sure he will take care of yours. That's all we study. You know what You know what our problem is? We won't, 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 won't. We just like our kids. You know, my kids, every time they call, they won't, 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 won't. That's all they got in their mouth. What can you do for me? What can it profit me? If it don't profit me, I don't want none of it. That's how we treat God. God, you know what? I would pray that, but if it don't profit me, I don't want none of it. How stiff-necked selfish generation we are. And you know, God promised me, just like he promised prophet Samuel, he said, Sam, he told Samuel, he said, Samuel, none of your words will fall to the ground. And God promised me just a couple of weeks ago, he said, son, your words will never fall to the ground. So everything I'm preaching tonight and teaching tonight, it will not return back void. It will go out and do what it meant to do. It'll touch who it needs to touch when it needs to touch. It will go out. By the way, I got this recorded. It goes into a podcast. They go back and listen to it. See what I'm saying? This word will not go to the ground because it's a word from God. And his word goes and does what it needs to do. It's like sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and slender of soul. So here's my thing. He told you in Deuteronomy 7, 9, Therefore the Lord thy God, he is God, he is faithful God, which keepeth his covenant and mercy with them that love him. There you go. That is in your word. And he says, it keep his commandments to a thousands of generations. you got to love him. You want what Abraham got? You got to do what Abraham does. Come on. Come on. You got to do what Abraham did, guys. You must do what Abraham done. Well, what Abraham do? He loved God more than any. He loved God more than his wife. He loved God more than his kids. He loved God more than any. Well, how can you prove that, Brother Jason? I can. I can prove that. I surely can. I can prove that he loved more than any. Listen, guys, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something right here, just right quick, okay? We must love God with all of our heart. Get what I'm saying? We got to love God with everything in us. This is a season. Listen to this. This is a season if you don't get intimate with God, you could very well catch COVID and die. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And I, I'm saying that because this is a prophetic message going out as well. You know what? You're never promised tomorrow. 
Because Psalms 91 proves that to you. Whoever abideth under the shadow, and if you're not intimate with him, you're not under his shadow. Psalms 91 says, whoever abideth under him and his shadow, nothing will come near your dwelling. You want to know why God's wanting you to get intimate in this season with him? You want to know why God's wanting you to draw close to him in this season? Because he wants to protect you. It's kind of like when you see your children out there and a bunch of bears are coming up to them and you know the bears are coming, you want them to get around daddy so daddy can protect them. Come on. Guys, don't think you can't get this COVID because you can. This COVID's real, guys. It's not fake. I, I, I just saw a person at our job got COVID and died. But listen to me. That will not happen to you if you are abiding under his shadow. Psalms 91, whoever abideth under the shadow of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Nothing will come nigh thy dwelling. Listen, God's going to make sure nothing's going to come near your dwelling. And I'm telling you this because God is calling us Listen to this. God is calling us to intimacy. God is calling us to come up higher with him. Because this is a season where this last move of God, you're going to either love God or you're going to be out of the game. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, well, Jason, you can't say that. I'm a Holy Ghost-filled Christian. I don't care what you are. I don't care what you are, what you've got. If you don't love God with everything that's in you, you will not go in the rapture. You will not go. How can God invite you to his kingdom when you have no love for him? I'm telling you, God has told me to preach it. It's tight, but it's right. And if you don't believe it, you snooze, you lose, my friend. You snooze, you lose. Watch this. Watch this, guys. I want to show you something here. I want to show you something. Listen to what he says in Matthew 6, uh, 6, 24. No man can serve two masters. For either you will hate the one, love the other. What is he talking about? You're either going to hate the devil or love God. I'm serious. You, 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 you better get this right. You better get this right. This is not nothing to play with, guys. This ain't something you put up on the shelf and, 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 and just want something to come through. No. Listen to what he says in Luke 10, 27. He answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy mind. Let, let's just go to this. Let's just go to this. Let's go to this right quick. And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy heart, 
with all thy heart, not half-hearted, not, uh, God, I do it when I want to, or God, I do it when it's convenient for me, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself, and he said unto them, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. Whoa, 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 man. Let's, let's, let's back up here. Let's back up here. Let's, 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 let's just back up here. Come on, come on. I'm going to read this and I'm finished, guys. Uh, 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 Luke 10, 25 says, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? I'm fixing, I'm fixing to show you. I'm fixing to blast you in the next week. Come here, watch this. Watch this, guys. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answered and said, Thou shalt love thy Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and strength, and with all thy mind and neighbor as thyself. And then said unto him, and he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. Woo. So, so what I just told you a while ago, you ain't going to heaven if you don't do this. There is the evidence in God's word. Mm, listen, I got the evidence I just read to you in God's word. Thou shalt love thy Lord, the God, with all thy heart, mind, body, and soul, and strength, with all thy mind, and then thy neighbor as thyself, thou shalt say. And that's the two things you got to concentrate on to make it to heaven. We ain't teaching no greasy grace in here, and we ain't teaching no stuff like, well, I got saved when I was two years old, and I'm going to heaven no matter what. No, sir, no, ma'am. You got to love God with all your heart, and you got to love your neighbor as yourself. Them are two things that's going to get you out of heaven quick. Why? Because if you don't want it done, do you quit doing it to them? And besides, if you don't love God first, you won't know how to love your neighbor. There you go. Well, let me tell you something. There are two commandments right there that's going to get you in the gates of heaven. There are two commandments right there. Are you going to walk with God and Jesus at the end of days? You're going to go up in the rapture because you obeyed those two commandments right there. Love him with everything that's in you. Guys, you think I'm just on here wasting my breath? Come on, guys. I'm trying to warn you, and I'm trying to prepare you for the rapture. I just gave it to you. You think I'm on here wasting my breath? Come on, guys. But you know what? At the end of the day, when I die, you know what God's going to tell me? Jason, you did exactly what I told you to do. <laughs> you love me exactly the way I told you to love me. You loved your neighbor exactly the way you was want to be treated. Come on. Love thy neighbor as thyself. But what does that mean? Don't, listen, if you don't want it done, do you quit doing it to others? Quit. 
that's it, guys. I'm wrapping it up. I've gave you the warning. I'm going to give you a chance to be blessed. Y'all ready? There is a website down here at www.godsavingministries.com. Now, don't leave just yet. I'm going to give you a website to get blessed, okay? Dot com forward slash partnership. If you'll click on that, you can go give tonight. Oh, it's time to give. Well, Brother Jason, you give on a podcast? Well, sure. Why not? It's a way to show your love to him for what word he gave to you tonight. Wow, really? Yeah, it's time to prove you love, my friend. I'm going to give you the opportunity. You take the opportunity. You don't, I'll take your blessings. I don't really care. But I'm giving you the opportunity to be blessed tonight at www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. Click on there, give tonight, whatever God lays on your heart. But I feel like God is telling somebody to give a $40 seed tonight. When you give that seed, God's going to honor that seed, and he's going to rebuke some stuff for your sake. You, you've been trying to find a job, and God's going to give you that job. Now, he don't have to do that. He's already proven his love for you, but now it's your turn to prove your love for him by showing your love. Giving you the website again, www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. You can give tonight. We got an online radio. You can download it on Google. You can download it on Apple, The Kingdom Radio. You can download and listen to our 24-hour radio station, plays gospel music and all preaching 24-7. And you can also go on to godsavingministries.com. Go on there anytime. GodSaverMinistries.com, go on there anytime. Uh, we also have a motorcycle ministry. Uh, we're going to be shooting videos of our motorcycle ministry. So you're you're in the local. You can connect with us and ride with us with motorcycles. We we got a motorcycle ministry, and that's our outreach here at God Saving Ministries. We also have the Kingdom Radio as an outreach. We have a podcast, ThyKingdomRadio.com. You can go there and listen to these podcasts 24 hours a day. Guys, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, I'm giving you a chance to be blessed. So there you go. There you go. And guys, you hear this on the podcast, you can do the same. Show your love tonight. Give your gift. Listen, sow your seed. Listen, he told Abraham, as long as the earth remains, there's seed and there's time and there's harvest. But you ain't going to get a harvest if you don't sow a seed. Okay, so don't get jealous of me when I'm on the, the cruise every year and when I'm going on vacation, you see me in the Bahamas and you get jealous of me. What's that preacher doing in Bahamas? Well, because I sowed my seed. <laughs> I, I, I've i got my harvest. Listen, and don't be jealous of me when I'm riding down the road on my Harley either. I got a Harley out there, 2017 Harley. It's beautiful. And you know what? Don't get jealous because you see me because I have sowed seed over the years and my harvest has reached me. So don't get jealous, okay? Just do what God tells you to do and maybe you can go down the road in the same things, okay? No room for jealousy here. All righty, y'all have a blessed day, and remember to stay safe this weekend, and I love you, and you know what? God loves you way more than I do because 
You know what? God is love. God bless you. I'm out of here, guys.